Uh, I've been in Ohio for about uh, about 12, 13 years now. It's been a it's been a while now. Oh, so you never did get to experience the the legal market in Illinois then before you left. I didn't. I did not. I come home and visit once in a while. You know, yeah. and uh, one of my dreams has always been to you know just smoke on on Lakeshore Drive and just smoking, looking at the lake. And, and I finally got the chance to do that. You know, and uh, and almost brought a tear to my eye. You know, just stopped at a place that was um was on Wee Street. It was called Weed on Wee Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, picked up a pre-road and uh, probably like a couple grams or something like that. And sat on the lake and looked at the waves and, you know, sat there by myself and smoked, you know, and I almost dropped a tear. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Gramps Place, where my guests and I discuss all things of public interest and anything else that might need a little changing in the good old USA. From ending the drug war and freeing those wrongfully imprisoned for crimes that have no victim, to making government more like what our forefathers intended of we the people again. I talk with doctors, scientists, politicians, and more, so you can make your own decisions on important issues in the USA. My guest in this episode is Quentin White, better known as Zebro Blanco, on the brand new podcast called Best Buds Podcast that he has started recently with one of his good friends coming at you out of Ohio. Quentin wanted to come on the show and promote his new show, as well as talk about the whole state of cannabis in the U.S. Let's meet Quentin and join the conversation. Hello, Quentin, and thanks for joining me here on Grant's Place. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little about what you've been up to lately. So uh, my name is Quentin, uh, but most people know me as Zebro, uh, Zebro in America, to be exact. Uh, we not only run a, um, a, I won't say a blog on Facebook, but we also have a podcast now that um, me and my buddy run. It's called Best Buds Podcast, P-O-T, cast. Okay. And, um, just something where we can just, you know, kind of review a few strains that we get from the dispensary or we call it um, uh, anybody, anybody buds, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just kind of show the world why we are best buds and the, the stuff that we do that makes us, you know, what we consider funny. Yeah. Well, I've listened. It's, it's pretty funny. Uh so, so I probably know the answer to this, but what made you decide to start a podcast? Well, um, my buddy, he, uh, he kind of pitched the idea to us a little bit ago because uh, while we're in between shooting films and stuff, you know, business kind of slows down. You know, we don't really want to keep doing skits all the time, so we need something that kind of, kind of easy to keep the name out there. So, podcast was kind of the the next route to go, and. Um, it's really easy for us. You know, we're both speakers. We're both really good talkers. So it's kind of just right up our alley. Yeah. So uh, y'all just uh, doing the podcast. What You said you had a blog on, on Facebook or sort of a blog. I know the feeling. I've got one, too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but what What is that about? Is that about basically the same thing? Or uh, On Facebook, I actually run like it's more like a comedy blog. So um, I do skits and stuff as well. But what I like to do is I like to tell the news. But I like to tell the funny stories, the ones that you kind of hear about where, like, 
cars end up in trees or tigers get loose in people's refrigerators or something like that. And yeah. I like to reenact it all on my own. I like oh, okay. to uh, almost Eddie Murphy style. So I play the the tiger, the old lady. I might even replay the refrigerator if I have to, you know, if it's, if it's funny. Yeah. So what's your partner play? What's he do? Uh, he actually is the brains of the operation. He does a lot of the writing and, and producing as well. But uh, nowadays, he, he does a lot of the um, the podcasting and the skits. Okay. So do y'all do any advocating? I know y'all y'all pretty well got a legal market there now, right? Yes. Uh, well, we're in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, but um, out here we have a medical we have a medical market, which is pretty decent, you know, and it goes by a, a point system out here. But I'm still advocate. I've always been advocating for for recreational out here for probably about five or six years now. Um, from I started with normal, and uh, now okay. I'm working with a few people in the Green Thumb Initiative to, you know kind of get some some leeway to, to some of these laws out here, you know, get some people released out of jail as well. That's another big thing I'm on, you know, kind of getting these people out of incarceration and getting some of these marijuana charges dropped off because, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so what what to what extent, I'm not familiar with the, the Cincinnati uh, medical program, but what what's what do y'all have in that area because in texas we're limited i don't know if you know what we've got here but it's extremely limited oh it's extremely limited as well here we have a a 45 point system and um there's at the moment right now i think in the entire state we have 13 dispensaries now they are uh they're adding more i think they're going to go up to like 70 or something like that but they're having a lottery to kind of give out those licenses yeah so Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes, you know, and I guess that's their idea of progression. Yeah. But they legalize sports betting, so I guess if you if you much rather lose your house, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ohio. So do y'all have uh, like do y'all can y'all have flour? Is that available? Uh yeah, we have flour and stuff like that. We can't cultivate or anything like that, but you can go mm-hmm. to this country and uh, we have flowers. We have um. A lot of different concentrates from uh, like diamonds and sauce and you know oils and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a store called um, Have a Heart Sensi, which I really like because they have the cool stuff. They have the things like um, uh, topicals and the hot drops, the hot sauce, and the olive oils, infused olive oils, and things like that. Um, then you have other stores that are that are a little higher priced, but you get better buds from there, or you might get better products from there, you know? Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the taxation rate around the, them parts? Uh, it's pretty normal. Um, Is it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty normal. They, uh, the, the weight system goes by the exact weight of an ounce, you know, so an uh, eighth to them is 2.83, you know, and, um, or what, a tenth rather, a tenth to them is 2.83, so, They'll, you can get those, and those will range from about 30 bucks, you know, to 35 bucks. So it's not too bad. Yeah, okay. So uh, I'm sure, obviously, from the type of podcast you do and everything else, uh, that, that and saying you want to advocate, you know, you've been advocating for full adult use. Uh, <clears throat> would you agree with me that we should get past all the BS and just legalize it already? 
Oh my god, especially <laughs> in like Texas and Florida. You know, man, it's just like you guys know this isn't hurting anybody. You got so much going on, you know, and you're gonna just keep such a tight grasp on or something that everyone around you is letting go. You know, it's it's obviously not hurting anybody. Now, I'm a firm believer that everybody shouldn't be able to to smoke weed or to ingest marijuana. Well, you know, sure. not sure. for everybody. I think everybody should have that choice though at the end of the day. You know, I yeah. don't feel like if you if you if you need it for your medicine and you decide you want to get an eighth, now you gotta throw it in your trunk and cover it up with blankets and and lunch coolers and you gotta drive five miles under the speed limit and both hands at ten and two. You know, just to make it home safely because you're afraid if the police catch you, you'll get a felony, you know? Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. too, you know? Yeah. One of the, the craziest things that ever happened to me, man, I watched a drug bus go down and I actually walked by when I had a grandma Kush, was when Kush first kind of hit the streets and I got 1.0 gram and I kind of walked into the gas station. The guy grabbed my shoulder and he frisked me and he found this gram of weed on me. And I just knew I was going to get away, you know? Yeah. And then he locked me up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he put me in the backseat of the truck. And then all of a sudden, the, um, they sent a black officer with a nice haircut. And he smelled good. And he gets in the front seat. And he tries to smooth talk me. He's like, you know, man, I can I can help you out if you, if you, if you just tell me some things and this, this, and this. And I'm like... All this over a gram of Kush, just take the weed, dude. <laughs> you know? no, no kidding. Just let me, I, was, I wanted to go get saw. I was going to go buy saw on bootleg. I figured that was way worse than the weed, you know, and they actually took me to jail for the weed. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since then, I've been kind of a stickler on that. Like, man, well, they really need to ease up because, you know, like I said, they were on a drug bus. They were catching people with actual drugs and. I just so happened to walk by. Now I'm I'm grouped in with these guys, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't ever drugs, you know. I'm not a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, skinny. you know, we see that kind of thing all the time down here too. You know. Yeah. Uh, same same type of thing. There was just a story uh, not too long ago about a DPS officer that got caught. You know, they got cameras not only the the dash cam pointing out, but they got one pointing in too. That's right. why they get you to come sit in the car with them. Yeah, they're, they're they're interrogating you. They just ain't telling you about it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And uh, then they got you on video. Bam, they got you right. Well, this yeah. guy got caught confiscating vape pens and hitting them in the, in the oh, patrol in car. Hell, uh, <laughs> 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 man. <laughs> well, I mean, he went down for it, you know. But yeah. but it's like might as well get caught in the car anyway. You know, they... where like like they always say about about everybody else. About the criminals, so to speak, right? They always say it, where there's one, there's ten. Yeah. Think think about that, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I remember like, being I... a I remember being a kid, you know, seventeen, eighteen years old, older brother go to the beer store for us, get us some beer, you know, we'd be driving through town Saturday night, you know, cold beer and a right. freaking local little little local yokel pull us over, you know, and uh right. see the beer and Take it, put it in the cop car, and then he'd pop the top on one and be drinking it as he was pat- driving away. Looking driving away. away yeah. and I was like, you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> you know, they did that all the time to us, though, man. It was, uh, But that was small-town cops, too. Man, I wish they would just take it. I, I almost asked them, just like, man, just put it in your pocket. You know? <laughs> I won't tell nobody. 
this 2007, eight, you know, like you guys don't know about Kush yet, man. It's just hit the streets. Put it in your pocket, man. Just go ahead and walk away. <laughs> you know. You'll thank me later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you ever think we'll ever see this 100% legal in the United States at the federal and all 50 states? Uh, not until they figure out a way to to get their money out of it, you know. Like yeah. I kind of tell people, it's like gas price. You know, when you see the gas price and you see the the two dollars and nine cents, and then the forty seven cents at the end, I was like, when they figure out how they can get get that forty seven cents at the end, then it'll be legal. You know, they're not, but they're not gonna let us. Just, you know, they're not just gonna let us. Sorry, it's my kids. <laughs> it sound like they're having fun in the background. <laughs> yeah, hell, we're wrestling and whatnot. <laughs> I apologize. But that's, that's all right. It happens, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had my kids, too. I'm, luckily, I, I'm a grandpa now, so <laughs> right, yeah, I, I can send them home when they get rowdy. When you're working from home, right? Yeah. So uh, you said you've been there how long now? How long have you lived there? Uh, I've been in Ohio for about... Uh, about 12, 13 years now. It's been a it's been a while now. Oh, so you never did get to experience the the legal market in Illinois then before you left. I didn't. I did not. I come home and visit once in a while, you know. Yeah. And uh, one of my dreams has always been to you know just smoke on on Lakeshore Drive and just smoking, looking at the lake. And, and I finally got the chance to do that, you know. And it, it almost brought a tear to my eye, you know. Just stopped at a place that was um was on Wee Street. It was called Weed on Wee Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, picked up a pre-road and uh, probably like a couple grams or something like that, and sat on the lake and looked at the waves and you know sat there by myself and smoked, you know, and almost dropped a tear. Yeah, yeah. Paid thirty dollars for the pre-roll alone. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, they got some outrageous taxes in Illinois, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's a triple tax, and and this that's ex- when I first heard that word, I was like, what is a triple tax? Like that's. It's absurd, but it's actually triple tax. You know, they, like, they figured out how to get their forty-seven cents. <laughs> they got that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hope and pray someday we'll get that here. You know, in Texas. Uh, but I don't I don't know. We got to get rid of some people in office first. Uh, in particular, our lieutenant governor. You know, he's he's kind of got to say so over what uh, what bills go in and out of the Senate. Or into the Senate, exactly. You know, and exactly, and and exactly. We've had several the last two sessions, which they only our our legislature in Texas only meets every other year. They don't meet every year, which is right. Oh, uh, yeah. Mind, okay. You know, so right off the bat, yeah. we're screwed every other year. We don't get to do nothing. You know, and then, uh, but the last two sessions, there have been two two separate good decrim bills. Just decrim. You know, keep putting people in jail for small amounts of weed, right? And uh, he wouldn't even let them go to a committee for a hearing. Just nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, so to think about trying to get an adult use bill past him, forget it, you know? Right, exactly. Forget it. And it's, and it's, so, and it's so weird because they let everybody carry guns in Texas. And oh, I know. So they just, it, it just, in effect, September 1st, Mm-hmm. No license, no permit, no nothing. Yeah. Anybody same can carry a gun. Same thing happened here in Ohio. They passed the same thing, and more people cared about the sports betting, you know. And I was like, that's crazy, you know. I was like, they're they're arming everybody, keeping the weight out, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you can lose your house if you want to, betting on the Spurs or whatever, whatever it is, you know. It's 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 nuts, man. It's it's just it's nuts. friggin' nuts. Um, you know, but you know, you know, the name of the game is whatever we can do for a dollar. So yeah, well, that's the <laughs> capitalist world, you know, the capitalist way. You know, exactly. We just gotta yep. figure out how to get our piece of the pie. Try to get our forty-seven cents, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'd be happy with twenty five right now. <laughs> yeah, man, because Illinois is getting forty seven dollars. So if I could just at least get twenty seven cents, I'm cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. A little piece of the pie and help. Right. Well, Pardon this short break for a word from our sponsors. Hey, y'all. Are you enjoying the guests and subjects Gramps is bringing you each week? Did you know Gramps does this all on his own? No production team and no producers. Just Gramps. Please consider making a monthly contribution to help Gramps continue to do what he does in an effort to educate, agitate, and motivate millions to get involved. It is as easy as clicking on the link in the show description that says, Support this podcast. It can be as little as 99 cents per month. As always, Gramps thanks you for listening and for your support. Welcome back to Gramps Place, the podcast where Gramps and his guests talk about all things of public interest. Well, uh, what else do you want to talk about your podcast? You got any plans coming up for the future? Or? Uh, we got a few things that we're working on. Um, we're trying to integrate a few, uh, a few skits into our, our podcast as well kind of liven it up, make it a little different, you know, just just to kind of vary from it being just two guys talking and smoking, you know. Yeah. So uh kind of working on that at the moment right now. And um we're also working on interviews. So um anybody that, that wants to, you know, do the same as we're doing here, you know, promote their podcast and just kind of just joke around and have some fun, you know, we're always willing and uh and we're always listening. So if anybody wants to reach out to us, you can reach out to me. Uh, my email will be Arkham, A-R-K-H-A-M-S-A-V-I-O-R 33 at gmail.com. And um, I'm open to any inquiries or whatever you guys want to talk about. You know, we're always down for, for more guests and more uh, more insight. Sure. That's the same. Same goes for me, man. So where can everybody find your podcast at? Uh, you can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Apple, um, and all the other uh, kind of weird other podcasts on there. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Uh, we're on all of them, though. You can look us up on their Best Buds podcast. That's B-U-D with a Z. Pot, P-O-T, cast, Best Buds podcast. Or you can simply search Zebro, Z-E-E-B-R-O, B-L-A-N-K-O, Zebro Blanco. Okay, cool. So is there anything else you got left you want to tell, tell our listeners before we cut her off? Uh, always, always, everybody stay safe, stay happy, uh, stay out of the way. Make sure you check with your local and state laws for anything regarding marijuana. Absolutely. And, uh, can do to to further the push of legalization in the state or in this country do it 
Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you about. What do you got in ideas for everybody? What do you think everybody, you know, just the average people, what what can we do? What can everybody out there do to further the, the progress of this subject? Well, uh, I do know that what I've been learning from a lot of politics as well, because I'm really not into it, but I'm starting to get there, is uh, it all starts with the local and the state, you know? Yeah. We need to go knock on their doors and ring their bells and let them let them know what we want. You know, we can't keep letting these career politicians slide in with bare minimum promises. You know, we need to make people promise us that they're going to give us what we want and we need to show them what we want. You know, and I feel like another thing we do is uh, we can get the attention, but we don't have um, we don't have people in our local neighborhoods that are able to work that attention and to get the message across yeah. clearly, you know. So we need people in the higher ups and in the bigger parts, you know, coming knocking on the states and the, the local doors as well with us. You know, we need the big faces, the Woody Harrelsons knocking on the doors with us. You know, yeah. that's the only way we're going to make it. We need everybody knocking mm -hmm. on doors. Because, you know, they're doing it, too. You know, I mean, there's no they don't even deny it. They don't, don't even try to, you know. They get hurt and the trainers are smoking weed and eating edibles and they're making them eat Xanax and and Zolovs and everything else. <laughs> I don't even like this stuff. Yeah, you made, you made an excellent point there talking about how these career politicians just slide in there, you know, slide. especially the incumbents. Uh, exactly. You know, that, that it, it, it boggles me to no end. It just, uh, I got another word for it, but I'm not gonna use it on the podcast. <laughs> but uh, it's got to do with mind and something else behind it. It just totally, totally gets me crossways thinking about how people can vote completely and totally against their interests based on a color red or color blue or the, the letter R or the letter D. It's just like a gang, man. It's just as intense as gangs. And, you know, I'm from Chicago, so I've seen people do some crazy stuff over a, a, a couple colors and stuff, you know, so... It's, this is nothing different. This is just it's, on a grander scale. It's just on a grander yeah, scale. It's the same shit. Blue collar. This is blue collar gang banging. You know, and uh -huh. it's the same thing. You know, they're in the streets. You know, they they got the signs and the colors up, and they're throwing up their their symbols and everything. And these people are barking at these people, and then they're shooting at each other and stuff now, and they're infiltrating capital buildings. Man, this is oh this I know. Oh, it's nothing different for me. Oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you did on the streets of Chicago pretty good time or two. Yeah. Uh, growing up there especially, I mean. Oh, yeah, you learn real quick, man, to watch the colors you're wearing, you know. So, you know, you go through certain rallies with, you know, blue on or red on or something like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was, uh, I went, uh Different, different city, but same scenario. I went several years back with a buddy of mine. He'd, he'd divorced his wife and, and moved up back up to St. Louis, and then he was coming back to Texas. It's a long story, but he needed somebody to go up there and help him get his shits, you know. So uh, we rented, rented a van, and we started to head up there, and he, we got ready to get in the van. He goes, man, don't wear that. No. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, don't, don't wear that. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm gonna tell you. Go get something that's a different color. <laughs> Even my partner, we were on tour. We were, we were doing music, and we ended up in Chicago. And he, he's he's uh, he didn't he's just a, a happy-go-lucky guy. So he's sure. got on his black and blue, but he's got his hat going this way, and 
colors, this colors, and I'm like, fix your hat, you know, like put this on, take those off, you know. And he's like, well, I'm not about to do all that. And I'm like, well, you should if you want to, like, you know, go home, you know, if you like, <laughs> like being whole and not having holes in you, then you should just take the hat off or wear it straight, you know, wear it straight forward, straight back, and blah, 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 which is crazy, you know. The yeah. rules of survival out there is just ridiculous, you know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think about it, you know. But he grew up there, you know, and he's like, no, nah, uh-uh, he's just, uh, that ain't gonna work. That ain't no, gonna fly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wow, it's crazy, you know. <laughs> Once I got to Ohio, I didn't really see how segregated, you know, some people's mindsets still kind of were, you know, because back in Chicago, they were you were too busy looking at the color of his clothes, you know. We didn't really color what skin color he was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They all teach you, you know. Mm-hmm. Then when I got here, it was like, oh well, I can't go on that side of town. I'm I'm white, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like that's weird, you know? Or oh yeah, we don't go over there. That's where all the white people are. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, there, there's some areas like that in Texas too. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm I can't believe people still got the mentality like that, you know, exactly. and there's a lot of people still got that mentality. I mean, well, I look at it, we're all created equal until you do something to me to make me have a reason to have bad feelings towards you. I've yeah. got no reason to feel that way. Yeah. The way I see it is I feel like we should be like how uh, Mexico and uh, Germany is, you know, if you go to Mexico or Germany, they don't say we're, we're, we're black or we're, we're Netherlands or some no, they're Germans and there's Mexicans. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. You know, we should just be Americans. That should just be it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, oh that, that brings up a, a subject that's not funny at all. Uh, of course, right. I can't stand the most, but old Mitch McConnell and his little recent statement. Uh, yeah. Oh, 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 money, Mitch, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turtleneck, man. That's Bruce McDuck incarnate, isn't he, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes and, and jumping coins, man. They all fly in the air and stuff, like. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, <laughs> that's a good image right there. <laughs> man, you know, it's people like him, in my opinion. People like him, it gotta go, man. Yeah, we really do, man. Him. Like, him and a few others on the right, and and people like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer on the left, they they mold timers. They got to get out of there. Right. They don't care about you and me. They care about their money interests and and whatnot, you know, and pointing fingers back and forth. Exactly. You know, and a lot. I was just telling people, man, like not only do we need term limits, but we need age limits, man. You know, like I don't think we need. 65 and 85 year old politicians telling us how to live they don't know anything about anybody on these streets right now you know those guys been out of the streets for for 30 years yeah. <laughs> like i feel like once you get to like 50 go ahead and hang it up you know you had a mm-hmm. good and then maybe you can do something else within the courts like being a judge or be a lawyer or something like that but being a politician at the age of 70 65, 70, you know, and you're. I want to be retired. Touch with us, yeah. You should be retired, and your job is to be in touch with us. You know, I want to be retired by then. I mean, shit. I mean, I'm pushing 60 now, and I already want to be retired. Yeah, and here, here they are. They're all up with makeup and tight dresses, and one of them. I remember they were with like the the like African prints around their neck and stuff, and I was like, how do you? 
like when is when does their like ego kick in? You know, what I mean, when you like this is enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, they, all right. They they they're they're a mess uh, all the way around. Like you say, term limits. Uh, yeah. Age limit would be a good thing. And here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. Well, it goes back to the same reason why why cannabis was ever made illegal in the first place. Mm-hmm. Greed. That's all it was. It was all about money, you know, and uh, profitability and all them factors that all factor back into one thing, greed. But greed. Uh, uh, the, the what I don't get is is these damn lawmakers that get in there. And, you know, a Senate term, that's six years, right? Yeah, so, yeah. If they if they're in there for two terms, tempers are set for life. Life at that point. Life, you know. Number one, if they if they just spend their salary right, yeah, and don't blow it. And number two, you know they're getting money, all kinds of money under the table. Exactly, exactly. Maybe yeah. not in that first term, by but by that time they in that second one. Exactly. They're you doing know. You know, they're jumping in the safe with a bunch of gold coins, you know. Here's a little something for you. Remember me yeah. on Bill such and such, you know, and and they do, they do that shit all the time. So you figure a senator, that's 12 years. Well, a, a representative, even if it was just a two-year term. Yeah. You know, people are set, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's like they, they give them, they, they limit the president, you know, who just really just walks around and smiles, you know, yeah. and said, count again. You know, do it again. You know, and they give him two terms, but everybody else that actually has the power and makes stuff happen, nah, man, just keep coming back. And they don't really put information about these people out. That's another thing I've noticed, too. You don't really hear much about the opponents and the people coming out or, or anything. You just see the same faces, the same names. So when you go and vote, you vote for those same faces and the same names. That's what you're used to, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't... Show you anybody else, and I, maybe that's because of lack of money, you know. Because these guys, they can, they can get TV spots. They can, they can go ahead oh, yeah. and print out a hundred TV spots for the week, you know, at five thousand a piece or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and it's like in the case of Nancy Pelosi, you know, she's what 85, 86 years old, and she just announced she's running for re-election. Yep. Back you up home. And, and here's the here's the thing is is she's running for re-election, but guess what? She uh she's gonna get elected. Yeah. You know why? Because the district she lives in is a hundred percent democratic district. Mm-hmm. So whatever Democrats running is gonna get elected. And because yeah. she's such the powerful incumbent, yeah. it's like you were saying, they got the money to get the TV spots, etc. Exactly. Ain't nobody gonna challenge her. Nobody gonna challenge her, and everybody knows her. There's going to be Nancy Pelosi against Blasey Blasey. There'll be a Republican candidate, but he won't win. He or she. Nobody knows who that guy is. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing with like Mitch McConnell and all of them. You yeah, know, exactly. the, they're such big names and crap that you just can't. Yeah, they're, they're bigger than, than than NBA stars, you know. They're just as polarizing as, as, oh, yeah. as you know. You know, turn into wrestling almost. It's almost like Vince McMahon writes a script for USA politics. You know, it's, you know that's a, ironic. You say that but my my last episode that, that just aired today, in fact, uh, was uh, a comment I made that I use that as a reference. You know, people talk about how the how the WWE is all fake, and you know, 
and mm-hmm. and and they got to go out there and put on their show and and everything you know and i was just talking about that in my last yeah. episode <laughs> yeah. so it's funny because i tell people all the time how, how much of a genius vince mcmahon is for introducing oh, yeah. drama into sports because now if you look at all sports it's all drama based you know even the nfl man it's just so many so much drama around the teams and the players and the games you know this this player used to play for this team and he's got bad blood with this coach now they've got these 30 minute segments on nfl now you know about ex-coach versus ex-coach and you know it's it is just like the attitude era growing up with stone cold and i remember when Lita was messing with one Hardy brother and then went mess with another wrestler and it was all polarized and stuff mm-hmm. and, and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. You know, even the politics. Like I said, they a bunch of old crusty politicians walked out with like African prints around their thing and, and kneeled. Yeah. You know, and I remember they were saying, Don't kneel on on the job. They were mad because they were kneeling at a football game. Now you can do it on Capitol Hill. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's like I was saying, you know, I said, I said, yeah, they'll be, be behind closed doors, uh, you know, before the cameras come on and be saying, yeah, I know you're going to have to go out there and say your spiel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to go out there and say this, but give them hell anyway, you know, and then they go out and do their own separate little speeches, you know. <laughs> they're all rubbing elbows together, I promise you. <laughs> buddies you know the next 30 years is going to come out you know you know everything comes to light and i bet there's going to be something weird like freddie prince jr wrote all the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the 2020 election drama or something like that <laughs> and the COVID conspiracy you know this is all written by like m night Shyamalan or something like <laughs> yeah that'd be a good one <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, we could sit here and talk about politics probably for the next two years and probably still not solve any of the world's problems. For sure. We'll still just be here talking. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you for coming on, Quentin. It's been fun. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, man. I I hope to do it again sometime too, man. Sure. uh, I'll put uh, links down into the the show notes to your your Facebook and your your, uh, podcast and everything so everybody will be able to find you. Awesome, awesome. I really appreciate that. Gramps Place, where Gramps and his guests discuss all things of public interest and anything else that might need a little changing here in the good old USA. From ending the drug war and freeing those wrongfully imprisoned for crimes that have no victims, to making government more like what our forefathers intended of we the people again. Gramps talks with doctors, scientists, politicians, and more, so you can make your own decisions on important issues in the USA. Be sure to subscribe where you get your podcasts or visit GrampsPlace.net today. And as always, thank you for listening to Gramps Place. <laughs>